You're listening to Season 2, Episode 56, a special edition for the last four days of the year. This is when you get your money. Don't take your foot off the gas. Welcome to the Minor Touches to Major Impact Podcast, where nonprofit leaders get the strategies and the encouragement they need to see their mission fully funded. We refuse to leave the world as it is. No, we dream of it as it could be. We're kicking history in its sides. We're having a really good time while we're doing it. We believe that paying attention to the minor touches maximizes our impact for our mission. For the next few minutes, we hoist our sails in a voyage away from mediocrity. Just as fast as the wind will move us, we're racing toward excellence and seeing our mission fully funded. I'm your host, David Oakes. Welcome to the show. All right, welcome to the show today. I'm so thrilled that you tuned in. Today, I want to challenge you that we are finally here in the, the, the most lucrative week of the year for nonprofit fundraisers. Don't take your foot off the gas. It's not over with. This is the week we've been waiting for. More money comes in this week than in any other week of the whole calendar year. Actually, more money comes in on one day than any other day of the calendar year, and that is December 31. Wow. I'm amazed at the fundraisers who think that after Christmas, it's all over. They believe that all of their fundraising is done for the year, so they shut down the office, the staff gets the week off, no one answers the phone, and the next thing on the agenda is week one of 2022. Listen, nothing could be further from the truth. Great fundraisers know that nothing could be further from the truth. There is one day in this last week of the year that has proven year after year after year to be the most lucrative day of the year for fundraising. This one day brings in more money than any other day of the year. What day is it? The last day of the year, December 31st. But if you cash in on the most lucrative day of the year, it will be because you came into this week with a plan. This plan to maximize the money you receive on December 31 maximally starts on January 1. But if you are working your plan from July, then you can multiply what happens here in this last week. Even if you start in September, you can make a difference. But I'm here to tell you today, I'm showing up on this podcast after Christmas to tell you that even having no plan, if you'll just study this podcast and hit this week with the leadership that I'm about to give you, you can still make a huge difference in getting the resources that you need. Just listen closely, take notes, do what I tell you, and you can still cash in on the most lucrative week and day of the year. But listen, 
Doing nothing to get the money that is yours is not an option. Doing nothing will get you nothing. So if you don't have a plan, get your pen, get your pencil, get your notes, get ready to do something. I'm going to challenge you, give you just what to do, and you can do it. Great fundraisers understand and have a plan to take advantage of the most lucrative season of the year. They also have a plan to take advantage of the most lucrative month. They have a plan for that week, and they understand and have a plan to take advantage of the most lucrative day of the year. It's coming up just in a few days. And with only a few days left in our fundraising, we don't have a choice now but to use lies and maximize all of our electronic means to appeal to people. And in the show today, I will quickly go over an electronic appeal that you can send today. You can listen to this show, sit down, spend 10, 15, 20, 30 minutes, get your email ready based on what I'm giving you, and you can send it just in the next few minutes and it can make a difference. Ready? Here we go. All right. One of the most vital things in this email that you're going to send today, one of the most vital things, is your subject line. Your subject line for today's email, I'm going to tell you now, write it down. This is going to be the subject line for your email. Here it is. Deadline, December 31. That's the subject line for the email that you're going to send today. Deadline, December 31. This is important. Why? Because deadlines drive decisions. If you don't have a deadline you will not get the response that you need. If you don't have a deadline and other fundraisers who are doing the same thing you're doing today, they do. The people are going to look at their appeal. They're going to see their deadline and they're going to ignore your appeal because they're going to say, well, we can give to him anytime. But she, on the other hand, has a deadline and we have to get our money in before her deadline. So the most important line, the most important part of your email, the subject line, go ahead and write in deadline December 31. All right, you got that. Next, I want you to pay special attention to the very first couple of sentences of your email. I cannot overemphasize the importance of these first few lines. These first few sentences are called sometimes the ad for your whole email. You got to get to the point in these first few lines very quickly. These first few lines, they will show up on your donor's phone when they see your email. Or if they see your email on their desktop or laptop, these lines will show up in your preview pane. So, What I am telling you now is to pay special attention. Please listen to me. I know what I'm talking about. Please pay special attention to these first few lines. Listen, these first few lines will give your entire case for giving. The entire case for giving today are going to be summarized 
in these first few lines in the, this area. This first few lines, we're calling it our ad. It determines whether people will read any more of our email. So the donor doesn't have to scroll down and read the whole me email to know what you're writing about. We're not going to make them have to study and dig and look and try to figure out. If they have to do that, they delete it. It's just too quick to delete that thing and move on. So as Donald Miller taught me, it's the people who communicate the quickest, the quickest that get ahead today. All right. So you're going to tell them three things really quick in just a couple of lines. Why they're being written to, number one. Number two, what they're being asked to make, uh, that they're being asked to make a gift. That's two. And then three, quickly, 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 we must summarize what their gift is going to do. Now, these, this summary few lines, this ad I'm calling it today out of you got your whole email but the first couple of lines that's the ad that will determine whether they will buy into and maybe even read your email this summary ad it's a hallmark in successful email fundraising all successful fundraisers understand this ad and they use it in all their emails. So what you're learning here for the last day of the year, the money you're going to rake in with this email, you do it and you use it even in January, February, March, all through the year. Do not fail to utilize this small summary area that sometimes gets called the ad in your emails. Failing to use this ad, these first few lines It'll result in you receiving less money. Now, I've found that this ad, these first few lines, that this ad that's straightforward, just straight to the point, it's hard for fundraisers to do. It is the hardest thing for them to do. They want to beat around the bush and bury these important points somewhere later in the email. They feel like they need to make small talk. They need to insert a scripture verse. They need to say something about the weather. They, oh my God, don't fall for that. Successful fundraisers feel comfortable going straight to the point in fundraising emails. You got to get this. That's a gold nugget right there. Successful fundraisers feel comfortable getting straight to the point in their fundraising. Nowhere is this more important than in your end of year electronic appeals. Here's a sample. Uh, I receive an email from you. It's done correctly. The subject line says deadline December 31. It grabs me. And then it says, Dear David, here is the first line of the email that you're sending me. I'm writing today to ask you to make a gift to stop the abuse of an infant by an unqualified staff at a daycare center. This is an email from the Bo Biden Foundation. Wow. Right off. Sentence number one. I'm writing to ask you to make a gift. And I'm telling you what your gift is going to do. It's going to stop the abuse of an infant by an unqualified staff at a daycare center. Dear David, boom, line number one, no beating around the bush. I'm telling you, I'm asking you to give a gift today. Wow. 
That is incredible. The first few e the first few lines of your email must clearly answer why they're being written to. Dear David, I'm writing you today to ask you to give a gift. They have to clearly answer why they're being written to. One, number two, that they're being asked to give a gift. And number three, what their gift is going to do. Now, important to note that we haven't even named the organization. Don't feel like you've got to name your organization over and over in this email. Don't do it. You're talking about yourself, and we're not attracted to people who talk about themselves all the time. We've not talked about any programs. It doesn't say your gift will fund our program for X. It does, doesn't talk about things, any of these things. It does clearly talk about the result of the organization's work that the donor's gift will accomplish. Remember, clearly talk about the outcomes your organization creates. If your organization has a lot of outcomes, pick the one that most donors will be interested in and focus on that. Then you want to move on and have a line, a reason, a line that gives the reasons to give today. We'll call it the reasons to give today section. This section line or maybe two is a section that tells why the donor's gift is needed today. Here you want to present evidence to your donor for why they should donate today. You can pick three quick reasons and you can put them in bullet points for why your donor should give a gift today. Um, today, I'm telling all of you, my clients, I would start with COVID and its effect on your constituents. Now, we're all tired of hearing about COVID. We're sick of COVID. But the fact remains, we are in the middle of COVID. <laughs> still, the very day I'm making this podcast after Christmas, we are still being bombarded in, with the effects of COVID. So mention it. Don't belabor it. You don't have to tell me about it. I already know. But do mention COVID has affected us all, has affected us all. And then tell me how it has affected what you have attempted to do with your mention, with your mission. Uh, here's why your gift is needed. Due to the pandemic, we have a $150,000 budget shortfall. Now, shortfalls are incredibly good for fundraising. Donors respond well to shortfalls. So go ahead and put a line that says, because of the pandemic, boom, 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 three things. And then at, and just tell them, here's what's, at, here's what's up. Here's how the pandemic has affected us. And here's how your gift will help. Your gift will help section. It are These are two sentences that describe the service the donor's gift will provide from your organization. Here, repeat what you said about what the gift would provide in the first line. Now, fundraisers struggle with this. It seems hard because it's repetitive. This email is intentionally 
repetitive. We've picked a few things and we're going to say them over and over and over again. Resist the urge to add new information in this little part. Just put what you put. Just repeat what you've already said a few times in the email. Uh, Click on the link in the show notes and you can look at these emails as I speak, and you'll see what I'm talking about, okay? Then you want to have a little bit of a shared value paragraph. This paragraph signals to the donor that they can trust your organization, and it also increases the likelihood that you'll get a gift. Just a line that says, I know you care about, and then you insert your constituents, and then just say, I do too. We share this value together. Then, Do a paragraph. When I say paragraph, it can be a line. It might be two lines. It often can be one. It's just a um, paragraph means a line that has space between it and the previous sentence. And we're calling it a paragraph. It repeats what their gift will do one more time. Because it is repetitive, so many fundraisers take it out. Please don't take this reaffirmation paragraph out. And it just says what you asked for up in the first few lines of your email. Would you please send a gift before midnight, December 31 to help? And then you insert your beneficiaries. Put your signature. Now, this letter should come and have the name of the highest ranking person from your organization. And just include the name and then the title underneath. And then right after the name, don't forget the P.S. Why do you sweat the P.S.? Because, again, if you've listened to me, followed me for very long, you know, the P.S. is the most important, often most read part of a letter. Always sweat the P.S. The P.S. you just repeat. Please do what I'm telling you. Repeat again the same ask that you did up in line one. Please make your gift before December 31 midnight to help. And then you add in the people that you help. Make sure every time you ask, you underline, you put a URL underneath that ask so that they could press that with their finger and it will take them to your giving page. A couple more points. Your email should be around 200 words. Anything over 300 words means you're trying to say too much. Please listen to me. I know what I'm talking about today. So, I'm going to give you in the show notes, click on the link and it'll take you to my blog page where I have two excellent emails that you can look at. One is from one of our students, missionary to the world, uh, Bruce and Bruce Barton and, uh, Uh, Bruce and Elaine, look at Bruce's email. It's just absolutely wonderful. It says, hello, David. I'm writing today to ask you to send in a special year-end gift before December 31 to make up our annual budget deficit. My goodness. This is an excellent, excellent email. And then study the email just underneath that from the Bo Biden Foundation 
absolutely awesome email. It says, David, I'm writing today to ask you to make a gift to stop the abuse of infant of an infant by an unqualified staff at a daycare center. Boom. They very much take advantage of what I'm teaching you today. So click the link in the show notes. Grab these two emails. Sit down. Give yourself 30 minutes. Just copy word for word what we've done in these emails and just change what needs to be changed to make it yours. And then load it into your CRM. Send it to all your supporters. Ask for the money that you need, if it's making up your budget for shortfall, or if you've got a special project you're funding, ask for it in this email. And then be sure to tune in to the next couple of shows until December 31 to know what to do here at the year end to get your part of the money that makes this year, this week, And December 31, the most lucrative few days on earth for nonprofits to get the money that they need. All right. So glad you tuned in. Now I'm going to send you away with positive affirmations as I always do. So glad you tuned in today. And don't forget, don't miss tomorrow and the next day's um, podcast. Remember, we are proud nonprofit leaders on a mission to create a changed world. We're not begging. We're not pleading. We are inviting humanity to partner with Providence to see injustice become justice, to see wrongs become righted, so we can leave the world we found in a better place. It's all coming together. It's all breaking our way every day. We are a little more clear in our message. We learn a little more strategy. We see another piece of the puzzle coming together. So until next time, this is David Oates saying, don't forget that the minor touches, that's what leads to the major impact. So long.